Hi. Um, Susan, adult child of dysfunction. Um, oh, I um, am really grateful to have been asked to speak today. And I am feeling um, nervous. I haven't, um, I've been in this program for I think about four years. I think with COVID times, I don't, like I can never remember like what year it is or what day it is. So it's about four years. And I've been in 12 step recovery um, for about 13 years. Um, but within ACA, I can count on one hand the times that I've qualified. So um, it feels a little scary, but I think with, um, you know, it's interesting because this, this fellowship in, in this group is the, the warmest, most comforting, accepting, like loving environments um, that I could ever ask for. And so, you know, with that, I think I can just like, you know, I can just take a breath and I can just like feel um, where I am and know that it's okay. Um, I have my red book on a Kindle, so I don't have page numbers, but I have two small readings from step 11 um, about meditation. And so I'll just, I'll start reading it. Um, During meditation, our breathing is calm and we feel rested. Our shoulders are relaxed and our legs feel firmly grounded. We are connected to the earth. We realize we are fully in our bodies. We also feel spiritual spirituality. Uh, uh, and we also feel full spiritually and emotionally. We feel loved by our true parent. That's the first reading, and it brings tears to my eyes. Um, I'm going to read the second one and then kind of circle back. Um, with continued meditation. We return to everyday activities, feeling more emotionally sober. We feel more energy to get involved in life and to contribute in making a better world. By traveling inward in meditation, we find strength to go farther outward than we could have imagined. Ah, So um, meditation, you know, meditation is an interesting tool one that profoundly helps me and one that if I don't stay in practice with, I forget is available to me. And um, I've gone to a lot of different extremes with meditation. Um, Like for example, when the pandemic lockdown happened, I was actually in a silent meditation retreat and I I didn't know we were in lockdown. So um, like I came out on a Sunday and the, the teachers, um, you know, the, the spiritual leaders, you know, like they sat us all down in the hall and they said, you know, the world's changed a little bit since you came in to, you know, contemplate and meditate. And um, like, I really, I just really didn't understand what they meant <laughs> until I like left and went to pick up some like toilet paper and realized that there was like no toilet paper anywhere. So, um, yeah. Uh, the idea that I can sit with myself today and, and um, be present and feel my body and feel feelings as they arise is such a gift. It's something that I didn't have the ability 
um, to do in my life before. I, um, this is a little bit of background. I was um, raised, I have, you know, addiction. Like when I did the family tree, I saw addiction in many different forms and places. My parents, neither of them are alcoholics, but we do come from so much addiction in, in, um, in, in the family line. My mother was um, mentally ill uh, from a lineage of Holocaust survivors and um, was a rageaholic and a narcissist. And my father was um, a codependent and someone who wanted things to be okay and just would drop out when he couldn't, he just couldn't handle what was actually happening. And so just sort of lived in denial. Um, and that's a really hard, like, so as a child, I um, was always being, like, I never, I was always on high alert because I never knew, like, what I was walking into. And so my, like, I didn't have that reset button. And so I, I always was on edge. I was always, like, hyper alert, hyper vigilant. And it really took a toll on my, like, my body, my mind, like spiritually, it, it made it hard to live. It really did. It made me feel like I just, I couldn't trust anyone. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't be with myself. I couldn't be with others. You know, like it was just like a no win um, all the way around. And um, what I found with meditation, like at first I was like, oh, this isn't something I can do. Uh, my mind's too busy. I, you know, like I can't, I can't stop. And like over time, I, I learned that when I drop into myself, when I drop into my body, when I connect it with what's around me, I'm able to show up for myself and my little ones in this really beautiful way. And it's the opposite of what I thought. And so when thoughts come into my head, um, I can just label them and be, you know, like worry, anxiety. Like, and there's something about, there's a sacred pause that I get, like a space when I label something rather than just diving into like, cause I would, I get these like circles of like dialogue that sort of don't stop. And I sort of, and, and I feed it when I get into it, I'm like, oh, this person said that. And I, like, I can have full conversations with someone that's not even there um, in my head. And the meditation helps me realize, oh, dialogue, you know, and then just take a breath and, and it's okay. And it sets me up. If I do my meditation during the morning, it sets me up during the day to be able to, to notice it in the same way. So I can just say, oh, like if I'm having, if I'm feeling anxious, I can just sort of identify it, which is really amazing for me. Um, I'm not religious. I am really spiritual and I feel comfortable taking elements from any religion or any experience and repurposing, repurposing it from like my own practice. And I, for me, it helps to have some specificity when I hear about other people's practices. So I'm gonna talk about some of the different types of meditation I use. And um, I hope that people can take it in the spirit of, I'm not advocating for a religion or uh, an ethos or a, you know, a type of practice. I'm just 
talking about some of the different things that really help me. So um, one, I use meditation to sit and, and be calm and be present. And I also use it to connect with my little ones. Um, and I'll talk about both of those um, ways. So one thing that I love, and it just helps me so much, and as I say it, I'll, I'll say the, the, the setup for my meditation, I probably will have, get a little teary-eyed by the end because for some reason it just really, really helps me. Um, it comes from a Judeo-Christian background, and I'm, I modified the last word, but um, it's it's a for me. I use it as a reductive introduction, and then I can breathe and, and meditate. Um, it's be still and know the universe. Be still and know. Be still. Be. And every time. Every time I get tears because it's like I growing up, I couldn't just be. I always had to do things, prove myself, you know, like I was a hero child. I, you know, if you've gone through the, the um the red book, the different types of ways we um show up in the world with our defenses um, and our traits, you know, and I, I never could just like be myself. And so that meditation, it lets me like shed everything and just sit and like love myself. And I think that that's like, it's such a beautiful, it's just so beautiful. It's just, it's so, it's right down to the essentials. And, um, and sometimes, so I'll do that. Um, I also really love from the Hindu practices, um, uh, the breath work, um, pranayama, and I do different ones. One that I love is I love to sit and do a full body, a, a full belly breath and bring it up into my chest and hold, like feel it going through the top of my head, hold it for a little while and then let it go down and empty all the way out of me and really feel like what's happening there. Um, sometimes I'll hold it in, okay, five minutes, great. Sometimes I'll hold it in like, um, the in breath for as long as I possibly can. And I, and I feel like, how does my heart beat when I'm, you know, when I have all that air inside of me, how does it feel when I, you know, I let go of that. So I have different breathing techniques, but I try, I spend time connecting it with my body because um, when I'm tight in my body, like I don't always know it and meditation and some of those practices help me ground down and know that like I'm part of something larger. Um, another thing that I do is um, at the end of each meditation, I do a self-guided meditation. It, it, I don't know if it's a meditation. It's like a dialogue. Um, I have younger selves of differing ages. Um, they start, I had at the beginning when I first found like my little ones, um, they were like, I think I had a five-year-old and a two-year-old. And now I have like, um, a, uh, like a baby up until about age 19. And so at the end of my meditation, I visualize myself in, I have this space in my heart. That's, um, like for me, it's like this little, it's a fountain, like a, a, a well from the earth. And I, I have like this beautiful, like minimalistic kind of Brazilian looking concrete 
like beach home with like beautiful lush um, like plants and the oceans outside. And my, um, my little ones, anyone that wants to show up can show up at any age. And like I greet each of them, whoever shows up and we work through things if, if, if needed. Like when I was in real life, when I was three, I got three or four, I got on a school bus to pick my first day of school and I didn't know my address. And on the way back home from school, I saw my mother, but I was really shy. I didn't want to say anything to the bus driver. So we passed her. And for three hours, we had to look for like where I was going to go, how I was going to get home. And I remember having this like felt sense of just total panic and fear of my mom was going to be so angry at me. So like in my meditation, when she comes out, I pin the ad her address to the inside of her jacket. And I wish her a great day and I give her a kiss and a hug and I tell her it's all okay. And like at every age I have, I have, you know, I have a teenager that I, I talk to, you know, it's just, it's really all about like loving and supporting them and letting them know that like anything is okay. We can deal with anything together. And then once we, we're all in order together with each other, I do a, a Buddhist meditation, which is a meta meditation, but I've reworked it for ourselves. And I say, um, may we feel safe and protected. And we're all just sort of holding hands. You know, may we feel safe and protected. May we enjoy mental peace. May we enjoy physical peace. May we have spiritual grounding. And may, we, may I love and accept us exactly as we are in this moment. And then we do a little ring around the rosy, pocket full of posy, ashes, ashes, we all fall down and we fall down. And then we end up being in this open field and looking up at the sky and it's so relaxing. We, we kind of lay there. And then I have another little routine that came also from a spiritual teacher. One minute. Okay, about, I won't go into the, the background of it, but we basically take our, our golden heart and we connect it with other people's golden hearts and we hold together whatever arises for the day. And from that, I can open my eyes, you know, and take a deep breath. And I feel like grounded to the earth. I feel connected to myself at different ages. I feel connected to those around me. And, you know, I feel like I can, you know, I feel reset. And I feel like I can show up for the day in like a really um, guided connected, intuitive way that is so different than like be living in fear and in, in anxiety and, and all of the stuff. I get to rest in the real truths of my life instead of being caught up in the day-to-day -day problems. And so meditation at any time is just so helpful for me. And I, I um, look forward to hearing if, if, if this is the, um, like I look forward to hearing what you have to say about meditation or other tools that are helpful for you. So thanks so much.